This is Let's Talk to Lucy, starring Lucille Ball. A very warm welcome to you all. I'm Gary Morton, and now, Let's Talk to Lucy. Hi, this is Lucy. Today, I'm saying hello from our backyard in Beverly Hills. And I'm waiting for my guest, Sheila McRae, to arrive. Sheila, or Mrs. Gordon McRae, is one half of the favorite husband and wife team in our entertainment world. Oh, it's so beautiful out here, and I enjoy our backyard so much. I was just sitting here watching all the birds flitting around and our pet squirrel go romping up and down the trees and the poodles scampering here and there. And I was thinking about <laughs> early this spring when all the bluebirds and the robins and the sparrows were nest building and being very noisy about it. One bluebird was particularly cheerful and busy in his domestic excursions, and he took to swooping down on every bit of fluff that caught his eye, and my red hair became a daily target. The minute I would hit the sunlight, he was drawn like a magnet and would grab a few strands and soar away. I guess his decor was red gold and mud this season. Anyway, one morning I gave my hair a last-minute spray with one of those sticky hair-set concoctions, and I sauntered outside, and... Daddy Bluebird swooped down, and immediately his claws were entangled and glued to my head. And after much wing flapping and screeching, loud bluebird screeching, he departed with quite a clawful of my tresses. It was like a scene from a Hitchcock movie. And I noticed after that he took out after our poodles. They were a lot safer. Oh, here's Sheila. Well, good day, Sheila. Well, good day to you. It's a beautiful day here. I'm very interested in several facets of your life. I would like to talk to you about being a wife, a mother, and an actress. Do you think we can cover all that? Well, you've known me through all the stages, so I think you can. Yeah, we have known each other for yeah. quite a while. How do you um, manage your career as an actress? First of all, with your beautiful family, you have four children. Four, that's right. And um, they all... Uh, are not grown up, so I know that you have a bit of a problem while you're on the road, and I'm sure it would make an interesting story how you really do it, but what's the main... Well, the main thing, of course, is I have my mother there, so that's the Oh, greatest. aren't they a big help? Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> like it, because when I go out, she comes in, and the kids really have a much better time, an easier time, but a better time. Are you more of a disciplinarian than your mother? Yeah, I have to be, because when I come home and I found out that she's let them have uh, three dresses on the charge account instead of the one they were to get for the month, then <laughs> heads fly, you know. Well, she uh, is uh, allowed to be indulgent because she's grandma, huh? That's right. And I think that everybody, particularly young children, really need the solidity of two generations. It's the nicest thing in the world to have grandparents. It sure is it's in our, our family. Blessing. Yeah. I know, and I count it a blessing, too. Uh, while you're on the road, uh, do you miss them terribly? I know you do. That's yeah. a silly question. Actually, you know, it's not hard. The first, if you go away for three weeks, that seems to be the ideal. And, of course, all the agents complain about me because I never want to take any more than three-week bookings. The first week is not hard. It's mm -hmm. like you're away. Mm -hmm. The second week is a little rougher than you're calling every day. And the third week is awful. The third yeah. week is counting the days. <laughs> and everybody's calling you about things like, and the washing machine broke down, and he didn't let me have my allowance. <laughs> He borrowed a dollar of it for himself. So that kind of gets to me. And then I want to be home, you know. I know. I know you miss your kids. But you've had such a wonderful, what is it, two or three years on the road? It's three, yeah. Three years. I understand lots of times you take the children with you. Yes, all of the vacations. If we have to work like at Christmas 
or Easter or any summer vacation, they go with us. And so they get to pick the places we play. They'll say, for instance, now we want to play uh, Lake Tahoe in the wintertime because there's snow on Christmas vacation. And at Easter time, we want to play Florida and Puerto Rico. So it's pretty nice, you know. I think that's wonderful yeah, they get it works to pick. out like that. It does, yeah. And uh, Heather and uh, Meredith have both worked with you, haven't that's they? That's right, yeah. Well, actually, all four of them worked with us Two years ago, we did Annie Get Your Gun. I didn't know the boys had worked yeah. with you. Yeah, Brucey was only six then. Oh, for heaven's He just sake. loved it. He was the best of all. Why? He was. What do you mean, the best of all? Well, he started out staring at the audience. It was a big amphitheater. <laughs> and he was playing, they were playing My Brothers and Sisters, which is pretty nice. Yeah. And the girls would say, don't call her mommy, call her Annie. And Annie uh. Get Your Gun, don't call her mommy. So every night he'd look up at me, and he'd look, and I'd think, he had two lines to say, and I thought, I know he's going to say mommy. And he wouldn't. He'd say Annie. And then he was getting all this laughter while I was saying my lines, and I couldn't understand it. And Meredith said, he's picking up June bugs and sticking them down oh, the rifle of the gun. So when you get ready to shoot the target, and Annie is a real sure shot, and Annie gets your gun, all these June bugs are splurting out all over the musicians. And oh he thought it was heavens. the greatest. He really did. That little devil. Yeah. How old is Bruce now? Bruce will be 10. He's 9. And the other boy? The other boy is almost 16. What's his name? Gar. Well, oh, his yeah. name is William Gordon, but when he was little, the kids couldn't say Baby Gordon, so they used to call him Gar Baby. Yeah. And of course, he dropped the baby right away the minute he went to first grade, so they call him Gar. And Heather is um, a big, 16. bright student these days, right? Yeah, she's turned into be an absolute lover of English literature. She just, from a 50% student, she's gone to a 90%. Oh, boy, isn't It's really great? one of her teachers that's done it. You know, it's an amazing thing what you can do if you give confidence to someone. Oh. She had no confidence. We couldn't give it to her. We had tutors. Gordon and I both tried. And she went to a new school. And this teacher inspired her with such confidence. This oh, woman. God love her. And she has done this, so I've been told, to about 20 students and turned them into English majors. Oh, she I loves her hope, work so much. I hope that happens to my children. Yeah, I know you do, because it's really, I can't believe it. She writes about F. Scott Fitzgerald with such thought and authority, and I said to her, but Heather, how could you do it all? She said, oh, I went to the library every day after school for a solid hour, took down everything Mrs. A told me to do, and did it. Oh, Just, isn't that yeah, heaven to your ears? Oh, you know it is, yeah. Meredith is still on uh, My Three Sons, isn't she? Oh, yes, she loves it. That's a, uh, such a happy show for her to be on, you know. She's the only girl, and they have, of course, the three sons, Bill Frawley, the grandpa, and Fred McMurray, who's a marvelous man. Yeah. And it's kind of like being a little queen. See, at home, yeah. there were other girls. <laughs> and down there on the set, it's just Meredith, and she just eats it up. Do you feel, uh, the way I do, that uh, allowing our children, if they have the incentive, to get into show business is quite all right, just so they have enthusiasm about something? Yes, I do. I think that, the first place, I think that people in show business are the kindest people that I've ever met. And if you have enthusiasm, which you pointed out, it's the greatest thing because Meredith has it for show business, Gar seems to have it for show business, and we're not going to stand in his way if he wants to go and get a job standing in the chorus line someplace or pulling the scenery on, which is what would even be better for him because he wants to direct. It would be great. I wouldn't stand this way. I haven't uh, discouraged my children from keeping up their musical studies or their athletics or uh, any of their little theater activities oh, at any time. Oh, children are so talented. I well, I don't, I don't think they're that talented, but they do have they their enthusiasm, it. and uh, that's I think, is the most important thing. I don't it nag is. them, for instance, to keep up their practicing, but I keep their lessons coming, and, you know, they're always... Uh, tutors around to give them a few instructions so that they're on the right line 
and uh, it's all paid off because they uh, they show enthusiasm. That's yeah, that's the important. Yeah, you, thing. of course you can't do it. In other words, instill it in them because we had wanted Gar to play the piano because Gordy was a great pianist and his mother was a concert pianist. I didn't know that. Sure, he just quit after like 12 years and has never played since. And so we wanted Gar and we got four or five different kinds of teachers. And finally, the last teacher said, you know, I don't think this boy knows anything about music and really doesn't care. So it's just a waste of money. So we quit which we should have done, you know, long ago. But we sort of wanted him to be the one. We said, he'll be the piano player. Yeah. And he made up his mind. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was going to be the baseball player and forget <laughs> it. Oh, Sheila, I hate to interrupt, but we've run out of time for today, and there's so many things I want to talk to you about, so I'm delighted that you're going to be with us again tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, dear. Hi, this is Lucy. We're chatting again today with Sheila McRae, or Mrs. Gordon McRae. Sheila, yesterday we talked about your children, and now I'd like to talk about you. You haven't given one of your beautiful parties in the last few months. I remember a beautiful party you gave for Gary and me when we were first married. Oh, Gee. that was fun, wasn't I, it? I'm not the party giver that you are. You do it so beautifully. Well, do you have any particular um, uh, formula for giving a beautiful party? No, I think that that the house that we have lends itself to it because it's it a great, sure big, sprawly, informal house. And I think the second thing is that I'm fortunate that I have so many good friends who really uh, enjoy coming to parties. I think that the people make the party, Lucy. Well, also, the permission that the host or hostess gives us to come informally, I think, is... Uh, one of yes. your secrets, because I'm certainly for that. I don't like <laughs> formal too. parties. I think some of the best times have been had at your house. And it's always been an informal party. Everyone just feels free to enjoy themselves dancing and singing and gathering around the piano or playing cards or whatever. I love to come to your house. And your food is good. Okay. Well, that's not due to me. That's due to a good cook. But You have a, a way of um, keeping in touch with your friends that I envy you for. Now, I don't mean just picking up a phone. Sure, you pick up a phone, but you sort of keep up on all of us, and yet you're not in town. I don't know how you do it. I'm in town, and I don't know what anybody's doing. <laughs> well, maybe if I were in town, I wouldn't know either, but because I miss everybody so much, I, I do, and I'm very fortunate that I have friends who write letters. Now, I have a correspondence with Carol Channing that's one of the funniest correspondences, and I'm keeping it. Did you see her in Hello, Dolly? Oh, yes. Isn't she's, she great? She's great. Isn't that marvelous, marvelous to see someone come out and take an audience in the palm of their hand like that? And Wrap them up. Yeah. I don't know if you knew how uh, talented you were doing impressions. You are really one of the leading impressionists mm -hmm. in this country today. How did you find it out about yourself? Well, I don't know. I'd always, uh, when I was a little girl, I used to take off people. When I lived in England, I'd do my mother's friends when they went home. Yeah, and but I, I knew you for years before you went on the road with Gordy, and I never saw you do any I of do that. anything, I know. I don't know. I just didn't do it, and then one day, uh, actually, you don't know, but whenever I've had interviews of people who said to me, why did you suddenly go into show business six and a half years ago? I always say it was because of Lucille Ball, and you may have forgotten, but we were sitting in Palm Springs, and you said to me one time, why do you sit home? Why don't you do something? And I thought, why don't I? And I said to Gordy, you know, Lucy said, why don't I do something? And he says, well, you wouldn't want to do anything. You're too shy. And I said, yeah, I would. He said, well, what do you want to do? I said, well, maybe instead of just writing your nightclub act, I could be in the front. 
So he has a gag. He says she started out behind the scenes, and now she came in, and pretty soon she'll be singing Oklahoma. But actually, I tried out what I wanted to do, and and uh, at a party, and 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 he thought if people thought that it was similar to the people that I would do. The first one I did, I think, was uh, Lena Horn, and people and he said, "Hey, that's good. That sounds like Lena Horn. That's all right." So I thought, well. You know, your friends are the toughest critics, which they should be, and so are professional people. So he said, that's not bad, Sheila. You could do a couple of those and get away with it. So I tried, and I got away with it, and uh, you I'm sure getting did. away with it. I have never seen such devastating takeoffs as you do. You're really wonderful. Thank you, Lucy. The hardest one and the most difficult one, I tried to do you. I tried two years ago. What did you find to do? I don't do a... a I, did I don't have a distinctive voice. I don't do the same things all the time. They're like... A Jimmy Durante takeoff, or no? A... That's true. You see, because you basically are an actress comedian. Well, you know what you are. I don't have to tell you. But what we did was put you and Red Skelton together as the perfect clowns, and so we did. I did all of the the things that, let's say, that I thought you would do if you were doing them with Red Skelton. I'm going to uh, have uh, a wonderful interview with Red Skelton. I had no idea the serious side of Red Skelton until I talked with him. And you know him so well, don't you? Yes, but yeah. I had never talked with him at length. People are always constantly amazed that any of us have a serious side or an... Mm -hmm. I, I was going to say nice side, but that's not true because they're not that amazed at that. But um, a real serious side or home-loving side. I think if they could see your home or my home, it would change a lot of minds, you know. Oh, I think so, too, because... An informal way of living that we really love, and uh, they think because we travel and because we're in the entertainment world or because we're career mothers, that that's what we really prefer. Yeah, I know. Otherwise, they say, why do you do it? <laughs> but um, it's a way of life that, uh, that you start much, much earlier before you have a home, before mm -hmm. you have children, and you don't really know anything else. Well, Sheila, I have enjoyed so much talking to you today. Give my love to Gordy and your whole family. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, dear. And now I'd like to remind our listeners that we're going to make it a regular habit on this show to answer as many of your letters as possible. Now, today, for example, I have a letter from a young lady named Jacqueline Hall, who writes me from Brooklyn. She says, My class is studying about the inspiration in the lives of successful and famous people. And I would like to know if you received any advice that has been an inspiration or an encouragement to you. Well, Jackie, many, many things have inspired me and encouraged me through the years, but none more than the attitude and the loyalty of my fans, and I mean this very sincerely. It's just unbelievable some of the letters that I get. And I've had hundreds of beautiful letters telling me of the, the closeness they, they, they feel for Lucy the pleasure our show has given their entire family, and, and why. And when I make personal appearances, I'm aware of so much closeness and love that I leave each section of the country absolutely brimming with enthusiasm to continue my work. Now, if you meant any early-in-my-career advice, Jackie, it came from my high school principal, who encouraged me to become a performer, but forewarned me that the important factors were going to be First, my health, secondly, my dedication, and third, but not in importance, my attitude toward my chosen profession. He said, remember to look at whatever you do as a business. React to rejection in a business-like way and never take it as a personal rejection. 
He told me also to, to constantly try to improve myself and to never miss an opportunity to learn some new craft. Because in my chosen profession, it would all come in handy. And was he ever right? I have never regretted trying my hand at any new endeavor. In my years of show business, I've been called upon to do hundreds of things. And because of my willingness early in my life to learn about many things, my work has had a much wider scope. I became interested in, oh, many sports, several musical instruments, dancing, singing, even aerial work. In other words, Jackie, you must have interest in life about you to be able to portray it. I hope this answers your question. I think that answers Jackie's question very nicely. Bye now. Are you loving Let's Talk to Lucy? Then you have a real treat in store for you. A new episode is being released every week on the SXM app and wherever you listen to podcasts.